Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Podcast discovery is getting a shot in the arm. Two things, search results that are actually good and curated lists. But I wonder, what does the history of these ways of discovery tell us about where podcasting is headed? Listen up. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. I'm going to take a break from punching up at Apple, hi Steve, and talk instead about the future changes that are coming to the industry. You may have missed the news, but search is about to work. Seriously, search in app is about to work. We just heard from Apple. I talked about it, I think, on the last couple of programs. They're going to be churning through the actual contents of audio files so that they, Apple, can serve up relevant episodic information, episodes about podcasts, based on the contents actually of the audio and not just the way that content was described with the title tag. We know that Google's already done this. Well, sort of. Google is doing this. Google is also translating content behind the scenes. They've said this for a while. And are now serving up playable podcast episodes in their SERPs, search engine results pages. They're not the only ones that are doing this. Other people are working furiously behind the screens. Behind the screens? Yes, behind the scenes to take place, to take advantage of these same sorts of technologies. So in the future, search is going to work. Let's put a little placemark holder there on that, and I will come back to it because I think what we mean by search might be two different things between what you and I, podcasters, think about searching. The way search engines think about search and the way that people using Search engines think about search. But let's shelve that for another time and talk instead about the future, whether that's months away or years away, to where search actually works as a good discovery tool for podcasts. All right, that's on one side. But then on the other side, there's new developments happening. New developments where curation of content, which is nothing terribly new. People have been curating content for a long time. Curation of podcast either shows or podcast episodes and having those available either on web pages, which is quite common these days, or actually inside of apps. Spotify has announced recently their plan to release curated lists, curated playlists of podcasts, podcast episodes, or podcasts. Which do we mean? Do we mean podcast the whole thing or podcast episodes? Hmm. We don't know. It's a limited release right now, and they're trying it out, which makes a lot of sense for Spotify, because I would argue that one of the powers of Spotify is to just grab a playlist and have that playlist play. 
as opposed to going through and selecting your own individual albums or individual songs. Same thing. If you're into a certain type of podcast, maybe a playlist works. Okay. Again, again, I want to shell for another conversation. What do we really mean by that? Do we want to play all 127 episodes of one podcast? Huh? Are we just looking for individual episodes? How does that work? So there's, there's some question marks right there. But I want to shelve both of those conversations. And I want to look at this from the perspective of the dominant models here. Of having a curated list or having search engine results that display the right kind of content. Now here's what I need to keep, what I need you to keep in mind. Let's get out of podcasting for a moment and talk about the larger digital marketing. Yeah, I already lost half my audience. We're going to talk about the larger digital audience, the larger digital marketing world out there. And that's dominated by a couple of things when it comes to discovery. Search, we already know about search. If you're a digital marketer and you don't know about search, you're not a digital marketer. Digital marketers um, uh, employ search as part of their strategy, probably the lion's share of the time, right? Because a lot of activity takes place on a search engine. But on the other side of that, very common in content marketing these days, is what's known as a listicle. A listicle. That is an article that is really nothing but a list. Top 10 places to get a great donut in Phoenix. I have searched for that and found that and consumed donuts at most of those places. So listicles definitely work. However, listicles kind of suck. <laughs> they're, they're so easy to make. And I'm sure you've encountered one. You've encountered one that said, here's the top 10 ways to cook barbecue. And all someone did was a little bit of research, a very little bit of research, and slammed out this list without any foresight into it. This problem plagues the travel blogging industry, by the way, a place I dabbled in for a number of years when I was traveling abroad. People love to put together listicles and put it out there because it gets a lot of ranking, lots of, lots of, lots of results. Well, but actually it doesn't get a lot of results. Years back, our friends at Google decided to devalue listicles. Link farms, they called them back at the time. Listicles, the new name for them. But they dropped them down because they're not all that relevant, because it's so easy to make the content. It's hard for someone who's didn't make the content to determine whether or not that list is of value or not. Now, they've made some improvements in that. And I think that's where we need to go. Because while I might be able to put together a list of the top 10 podcasts about podcasting, not, not that I would, but I could do that because I subscribe to, I believe, all of them. There's nothing stopping somebody else who's brand new to podcasting to also put their list together. Which one are you going to trust? Which one just based on personal opinion? And is personal opinion bad? This is podcasting, where the contents of the file, the quality of the audio, and the whole milieu of listening is really what it's about. So I wonder, is this really just listicles versus search? Is search good at surfacing this kind of information? 
I mean, seriously, if I want a donut in Phoenix, do I just search for a donut in Phoenix? I get one result. I want a list of results. When you're looking for a podcast, however, when you're looking for something to listen to, do you want a list of things to choose from or do you just want one thing? And wait a minute. When you're searching for something, are you specifically searching for a podcast? Is that the best result? I mean, Google doesn't know what you want. You don't know what you want when you come. I mean, half the time you go to Google and search for something now, Google just gives you the answer. Sometimes it's the best list. Sometimes, well, always it's about your intent behind that. So as much as I applaud and am interested to see what happens when these new curated lists show up, and again, we've had curated lists before. I'll put a link in the show notes that James Cridlin has put together of all of the podcast newsletters, many of which are there to curate content to give you a list of new and interesting shows you might want to listen to. So we have that now. I'm curious what happens when we put that inside of an app. And I'm more curious what happens when we figure out a way, when they figure out a way to rate and rank the quality of these curated lists. I guess you could do it based on popularity. How many people follow that list and actually listen to the content through that list. It's an interesting play in this world of podcast discovery. These two new, relatively new, in app for the podcast list, or the, the curated list, and final episode transcribed, if you will, uh, search results, is a brand new world, which is going to change the way we think about discovery. And again, for a future show, I'll talk about what that means, discovery of podcasts, the whole show, or podcast episodes individually. Because I think it's different, and I don't think we, the podcasters, are thinking about it the same way that regular humans think about it. And that's what I try to do. Try to tra try to think about things not just as a podcaster. If you happen to be a business and you're looking for someone to help guide you through the podcasting process for your business, either existing podcast or starting a brand new one, uh, this is what we do over here at Simpler Media. Please get in touch. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me. And you can go to our website, podcastlaunch.pro, to see a list of all the services that we are currently offering our clients. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers! While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. 
To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.